Welcome to Prolaw Help and Prolaw Tips and Tricks with Jason Davey. That's me. I am the owner and lead programmer of C2Axis.com. That's C, the number two, A-X-I-S.com. If you find the information that we're covering in today's podcast helpful, I encourage you to go over to my blog, check out some additional articles that may have been written about this subject that we covered today or other subjects that I've covered in the past. I also encourage you to sign up for our newsletter right on the front page. That way you can stay up to date when these new podcasts are launched. And lastly, feel free to email me or call me if you have any questions or need some help with your pro-law setup about this topic or any other topic that you need help on. My email address is jason at c2axis.com. And thanks for listening. Here we go. Help our professionals work perhaps from home or to get information into the system if they can't get into the office. Now, unfortunately, a lot of these technologies do require some setup, and it might be that this just starts the conversation with your pro-law sales rep or support person about implementing some of these things. But I just wanted to give some basic information to everybody about some of the options that we have and the things that I and the technologies that I use to support remote access. First, just kind of as a self-plug, I would definitely refer you to some of my videos on YouTube that talk about network design if you're an IT person. Some of these issues really need to be solved ahead of time, and it's just better to begin planning for a long term. So when these types of events happen, we're prepared. But assuming that you're from step one, let's just talk about a few things. First, ProLaw was developed in the 90s when you know the idea of remote access and um, accessing the same application from all over the place really wasn't a thought. So ProLaw was originally designed to be a locally accessed software system. And that's still pretty much true today because it's built on top of the same platform. They've tried to expand it, but the base system is, works that way. And because the base system works that way, that's one of the reasons that I recommend building a terminal server environment right next to your ProLaw environment. So what that terminal servers are, are Microsoft's remote access technology by design. So if you have a Microsoft network, which should be almost everybody that has ProLaw, to get onto that network from a remote location, the recommend recommended technology is terminal servers. Now you can directly remote into your PCs in the office. So if you had a work PC that could stay on and a home laptop that you could use, it's possible that you could jump from that laptop to your office workstation, but it doesn't work very well and it can cause a lot of problems if it's off, it just doesn't work well. So that's why the best solution really is terminal servers, which is just a service that can be enabled under the Microsoft Windows Server operating system. Terminal servers have gotten a lot better over the last 10 years. Um, Brad, who I've talked about with most of y'all, my super admin, who I've been working with for the last decade, we've been hacking around on ProLaw and terminal servers for many years. 
And I could say without certainty that, or with certainty that Prolaw in a terminal server environment is night and day from where it was a decade ago. And I believe I can prove the last network that I built or helped build is completely built on top of terminal servers and remote desktops. So it's about a hundred person law firm and every person in that firm every day accesses their workflow and pro law from terminal servers. It's not cheap. You do have to pay per access. So if you have a 50 person company that has all been working in the office and then you want to go and you want the ability for them to all work from home, you will need 50 access licenses, but they're not super expensive. I haven't bought them in a while, but <clears throat> typically they're a couple hundred bucks a pop. But it's a one-time spend, so you could use those licenses for the next however long. Now, to properly set up terminal servers, to really so you can get the redundancy and make sure that you know your employees are always having access to the system, the best method to implement terminal services is to have an access server that just acts as kind of the traffic cop, and then to have multiple terminal servers for users to log into. I usually like to cap the amount of users that I have per terminal server at around 20 to 50. I prefer 20, but you can go up to 50, I find. And so really what we end up doing, depending on your hardware setup, you're going to end up creating several servers that probably are all going to exist virtually. And the reason that we do that is if some application fault happens, if, um, you know, if there's one server that has some issue, you can sever access to it and the gateway will automatically redirect all of the existing users over to the other servers that are available. So it just gives us as IT people extra um, capacity in case we have issues. Now terminal servers are not desktops. You cannot have permissions to install whatever you want because whatever you do on a terminal server affects all people on that terminal server. And this is actually a good thing when it comes to Prolog because <clears throat> I, I definitely view the job of a terminal server and Prolog delivery as different than a desktop, and it is. The purpose of remote access to Prolog is to make sure that that service is up 24-7. Of course, attorneys need to be able to draft, to combine documents, to check their email, to go into Prolog, to, to build time. They need to do all of those things. They need to get to court access, you know, to do e-filings. But they don't need anything that's above and beyond. I'm not worried about, you know, MP3 players or, you know, installing software for to watch my kids, you know, high schools, basketball team, whatever, right? It is a more secure environment, but it will also provide a, a better product and a better service to your customers, i.e. the people that you want billing. We do have a couple other technologies that I wanted to mention real fast to go along with Prolaw if you don't already have them installed. The first one is Prolaw Mobile. In my opinion, the number one feature of Prolaw Mobile is entering in time. And during this time where you might be remote and assuming that everybody has some type of smartphone, 
You can enable Prolon Mobily pretty easily, and I find the time entry to work really well. It is a little, it's not as intuitive as I wish it was for finding the matters that you want to bill, but it's doable. It's just a search. And the Siri, if you're an iPhone person, works really well with voice to text. So if you have somebody that struggles um, typing all of their narrative entries for time, this is a good, you can use Prolon Mobile for that as well. I am also doing some work with Portal currently. Um, we have, I've had a couple different requests and different needs come from different places. And I find 2019-1 Service Pack 1 Portal to be a pretty usable interface for the most part and is a huge option without a lot of additional cost from ProLaw. So I would say that if you are on 2018-1, maybe 2018-2 or newer, and you are looking for a remote access method just to access your matters, access your documents, custom tabs, <coughs> excuse me, and input in time, and even see your dashboard, ProLaw Portal has come a long way since the last time I saw it. So that is a definite option. I think it if you don't have it installed, I think it depends on how many users you have, but it's basically a $1,000 install. It takes like an hour or four, and it's, it's a web page of your ProLaw system. Now, the last thing that I want to leave you all, I'm trying to get this in under 10 minutes, might go a little bit over, is if you are enabling any remote access into your computer system, it should go through double authentication and you should have somebody who knows what they're doing watching your network perimeter. Once you enable services to the web, that means the whole world can see those services. That means all the bad people as well as the good. And I've worked with many law firms and not one of the law firms said, I don't care about my client's data, right? So if you're going to start employing these remote technologies, please, 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 please put in some technology like Duo, which is $3 or $4 per person per month that need remote access, that gives a second layer of security to your network. And so what it means is, is you would log into some remote access and it would say, okay, give me one set of credentials. And then you have to set up in a separate system, a double authentication where it either calls you or pushes you a text. So you have to affirmatively prove that you're you when you log in. Also make sure that you have a real firewall and that you have somebody that has just looked at your security posture recently that knows what they're talking about. And this is hard, especially if you're not an IT person to do. Just try your best and just know that it's important because as more and more information of your network gets exposed on purpose, we have to just protect it. So those are kind of all of the parts that I wanted to talk about today. If you're dealing with the coronavirus and, you know, you have traditionally had a everybody come into the office and nobody really, really works remotely and you are now contemplating or have to implement a solution where your users can go home to work, know that it's possible. 
know that I have many clients that do it all day, every day, attorneys, paralegals. It does require process changes. You can't be dependent on printing. But pro-law is, in my opinion, the glue that can hold an organization together even when all of the people are separate. That's the purpose. It is a legal management system for contacts, documents, dockets, time entry, billing, basically everything that we need. So if you're just missing that last piece of how to effectively have your users access ProLaw even when they go home, talk to your IT folks, give me a call if you need some help, call ProLaw. I'm sure they're going to be slammed. So, you know, just be patient with them. And if you need help, reach out. Jason at C2Access.com. Give me a call. Go to the website. Um, c2access.com and feel free to um, put in the little contact me information and I'll reach out. Hope you're having a great day. We'll get through this together. Don't forget to wash your hands. Thanks. Mm-hmm.